Good morning. I'm so glad to have you here to worship with me and, um, and with the people of Marlton United Methodist Church. I just want to thank you in advance for being patient with us um, and any glitches we may come across because this is a new format for us. And so at this time, I also want to thank our musicians. You are going to see some amazing things. Our musicians videotaped from their different perspective homes to lead our music today. And I'm very excited for them to be a part of this service. A reminder, worship is not for us. It is for God. I've got my cup of coffee. I hope you have yours. Let's come together and worship the Lord.
Let us pray. Mighty God, we come to you in this time of uncertainty, in this time that is different, trying to learn a new reality. But one thing we know is true is that you are here. No matter where we are, you are here and you are bringing us together. And for that, Lord God, we worship you, we praise you, and we thank you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Good morning. Welcome to our Children's Sermon Virtual Edition. Now, this is a time for children, so children feel free to come forward, get a little closer to the TV or computer, and let's talk. You and me, okay? I have a feeling that your home looks a little different this week. You know, maybe uh, you, your your folks are there all of the time. You're hanging out with grandparents or other loved ones, and uh, you're spending a lot of time with one another, which can be great, but it can also be hard. You see, we're used to spending uh, to to to. Uh, doing well with one another for shorter periods of time, but sometimes when we're together for long periods of time in close quarters, it gets tough. And I used to find that out on my trips. When when I was the youth director back in Texas and we went to mission trip, we, we traveled long distances. And uh, uh, one of the things we would always say before we got on the bus or the, the van was that uh, your trip begins now. This is the time when we form a community and there's a reason for that. So one of the one of the trips that we took was to Dewijibako, Utah. And let me show you a little bit about that. Oh, I don't know how that could have possibly gotten here. This picture of my grandson Jackson and I. Oh, but that's immaterial. Here's our trip to uh, from Abilene, Texas, all the way up to Dewijibako, Utah. And when I would say in the bus that our trip began then, you see everything would go fine for about the first 20 minutes, and then it became tough. And we had to remember that it was our job to love one another. And then it didn't stop when we actually got to our destination. We, this is the group that I took with me, but we had hard work to do. We put a roof on a house in the middle of the desert and it was hot and we would work in the mornings and we would work in the evenings. And we had to find all kinds of different ways to, to find comfort. One of the ways we found comfort is through sleep. So we would take time to sleep. One of the other ways that we found to take comfort is we leaned on the cross. You see, one of the things that we can do as Christians is when times are tough or when things are uncomfortable or when we find it hard to live with one another, we can lean on God and he can remind us that it's our job to love God and to love each other. And in that common bond as Christians, we, we, we remember that we are all children of God and that we all have this opportunity and delight to love on others because God loved us first. Let's pray. Great loving God, thank you for providing comfort to us through your son, Jesus Christ. Help us to always remember
to love others as you have loved us. It's in your name we pray. Amen.
Today's scripture comes from 2 Corinthians 1, verses 3 to 4. May the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ be blessed. God is compassionate and the one who comforts us all in our trouble so that we can comfort other people who are in every kind of trouble. We offer the same comfort that we ourselves received from God. After 9-11, my son, my oldest son was in first grade and he had seen a blip of the news. And what he saw was adults, grown-ups being afraid, which is something he had not seen before. He was upset, he was scared. He had trouble sleeping at night. We lived in a town with an Air Force base and planes flying back and forth. He was scared. And so every night when it was time for him to go to sleep, he would ask me to stay with him. And I would tell him stories and he would ask questions and I would assure him that we were okay, that God was gonna protect us, that the Air Force was going to protect us. And I would take time and comfort him until he fell asleep. And I remember one time after doing that, probably after six or seven nights in a row, I came out of Eric's room and I called my mom. And I remember saying, I don't want to be the grown-up anymore. And then from that point on, my mother comforted me. Sometimes we need comfort so that we can comfort others. I just said it, and how many times have we heard it this week? These are uncertain times, and they really are. But one thing we can know with certainty is that God can comfort us. He is here to comfort us and strengthen us as we care for others. Because we are called to care for others. We cannot give each other hugs and Many of you know I love to give hugs. We cannot leave our homes right now. We have limited ways to communicate with others, especially with those who don't have internet or who don't have the capabilities to communicate through internet. So how then can we care for others? Well, the very first and foremost thing is we stay away from each other. Now that's a paradox, really. Care for each other while staying away from each other. Offer comfort, but don't touch. It takes creativity, but we can do that. God gave us um, creative minds, so we can care for each other, but we're gonna have to be creative about it. The second thing that we can do is we can pray. We pray for the patients and the caregivers, for tests and the test administrators. We pray for all people to have enough 
while they stay at home. We, we pray so that we can give the Lord control. Now, when we do that, when God's in control, guess what? God puts us to work. The final thing that we can do besides staying away and praying is we need to think outside of the box to provide tangible, viable acts of care. People are being creative around the world. You've seen people on the news singing from balconies to one another. There's a movement for people to put Christmas lights around their houses um, so that there will be a spark of light, a spark of hope. There are people making videos that cause both laughter and peace, even if it's just for a moment. I saw in the news two neighbors playing tennis from adjoining balconies in their apartments. Video communication with family and friends is creative, even um, when we're just doing a, a work meeting online. I've done that several times this week and it feels like a connection in these times. So we've gotta be creative. But my point is this, we are called to remain a community. In fact, we are created to do so. God made Adam and it was not good that he was alone. So God made another person. We were meant to be in community. So let's be creative in offering comfort together in the name of community. Of course, in order to offer comfort, we must have our own source of comfort. Now our help, our comfort comes from God, the Prince of Peace, the wonderful counselor. God is with us and will always be with us. Our help, our comfort comes from the Lord, Psalm 121 says it. I look to the hills for help. Where does my help come from? It comes from the Lord who created heaven and earth. Are you worried? Of course you are. Are you tired? Of course you are. Are you bored? Probably you are. But you will find your remedy for worry, exhaustion, and even boredom by looking to Jesus. He left the perfect place, the one with no disease, to come and be one of us. He left the perfect place, the one with no pain, to come and be one of us. He left the perfect place, the one without death. And he came to be one of us, to die for us, so that we will go to that perfect place with him for eternity. There will be no disease, no pain, no grief, and no death. This is the truth. Years ago, when I cared for my son's fear after 9-11, I went to my mother for comfort. And so today, we can go to one another for comfort, but ultimately, we go to God for God's comfort. And when we have that comfort and strength, 
we are able to care for others. And so I say today, may all of God's comforted and comforting children say, Amen.
Let us pray. Lord God, it is well with our souls. In the midst of all of this pain and fear and sorrow, we can ultimately say it is well with our souls because you are caring for us and comforting us. Thank you. Amen. And now receive this benediction. God is here to comfort you. Go to God for comfort and then go to others to comfort them. Amen. <laughs>